Welcome to the official podcast of the Seton Hall Sports Poll, presented by the Stillman School of Business and the Sharkey Institute at Seton Hall University. My name is Seth Everett. I'm with the director of the Seton Hall Sports Poll, Rick Gentile. And Rick, this year, this month, the, the poll featured popularity of athletes. It's a very broad br- brush. It's not as specific a question. I understand this is not the first time you guys have done that. Yeah, we periodically... Um We'll we'll sort of test the waters for you know whatever eight ten athletes and and um, we try to repeat some of them uh, be, to see what the trends are. But of course, there's always somebody who's sort of breaking news, and we add him. But um, this time we had we had pretty good success with a, a little known quarterback named Peyton Manning. Well, the interesting part about it is Manning had been done before by the poll. He had averaged a, per, a, per, a percentage of sixty five percent. In this particular poll, he had 68%. Now, yes, he won the Super Bowl. He also was accused of harassment. He was also accused of using PEDs. This is a guy whose name has been drugged through the mud. Clearly, winning the Super Bowl is all you need to do. Well, yeah, and also I think what, what the trend is that people tend to like who they like, whom they like. Uh, they, people, people like Peyton Manning. He he's, does it commercials he's very popular he's obviously a winner he just won the super bowl and accusations are are one thing but nothing has sort of stuck yet and um i I don't think there's anything that has taken people off of the peyton manning bandwagon also just just scientifically the 68 percent there is a margin of error so 68 percent over 65 percent is not any kind of huge increase but it but it is an increase right it it is an increase 29 percent had no opinion, and only 3% had disapproved. Now, that's what I thought was the more interesting number. I didn't think the 68, 65 would change, but I thought the disapprove would go up. Um, is it because people are a, a bit on the ignorant side? We've accused pollsters of being that, but let me ask you this question about the, the framework. None of the uh, headlines are ever brought to the people being polled. You don't call up and say, by the way, Peyton Manning... Do you know accused- that Peyton Manning was just accused of X, Y, and Z? Yeah, actually, we have done things like that um, in, a, in a little bit of a different format. We'll say, uh, for instance, we could conceivably ask a question, Peyton Manning was just accused of the mooning thing and the, the uh, uh, performance-enhancing drug. Does this change your opinion of him? Um, but as you can see, we didn't have to ask that question because it hasn't changed people's opinions. The 3% disapproval is remarkable. Nobody doesn't like Peyton Manning. Right, and whereas for other players, they had a greater uh, disapproval rating, including Cam Newton. Only 37% of people approve of Cam Newton, 11% disapprove, and 52% had no opinion. First of all, Cam Newton is an interesting character. Uh, It doesn't matter what you or I think. I don't find him to be the most genuine do you think that's where this comes from? I, I don't know. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I, I, it's, it's always hard to try to figure out why people are, are saying what they say. Um, certainly, Cam Newton didn't come out as, as wildly popular. And, you know, it always, it always kind of makes you wonder, gee, I wonder what would happen if he won the Super Bowl. Would those numbers get, get sort of flipped? Um, the one remarkable thing we... Well, we, do, you, do you think they would have? I, I think he would have been more popular, yes. Hmm. Um, you know, he might have been more popular if he didn't storm out of the press conference or or if he dove for that fumble in the fourth quarter. Right. Um, 
but you know that you're you're right about the disapprovals. Those are sometimes more interesting than the approval. I and mean, take a look at at Steph Curry. Right, only one percent uh, moving to to Steph Curry. Only one percent. Uh, disapprove of Steph Curry. Fifty-nine percent had no opinion on him, yeah. and only forty percent said they approve of him. I would think that the, the lesson there is that Steph Curry does not permeate into the general public's vernacular yet. Hasn't been around long enough. He's a star in a he, for basketball fans. He's not a star in the public consciousness yet. But and you know and think about it. He's he hasn't been along, around any less than Cam Newton has been around, and yet Cam. Cam racked up some pretty good disapproval numbers. Well, Cam Newton also had the car accident. He had to transfer schools. And played in the Super Bowl. Right, and, and right. played in the Super Bowl. Right. You're right. Um, you know, I, I said something on, on the radio that I, I stand by. I don't believe that he didn't know that the Broncos had been the beaten the Patriots when he did his post-game interview in that game. And for the life of me, I can't understand what the motivation would be to lie about something like that. It made... No sense. It wasn't something. I'm not offended by it. I don't disapprove of it. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe dramatic effect. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. It was kind of a weird thing. Uh, interesting that LeBron James uh, has a 53% approval rating, uh, just a 9% disapproval. Has that gone down? Because I would imagine the time when he signed with the Miami Heat and the decision, <laughs> there was a lot of disapproval. Yeah, there was. Right after that, we did a, a couple of polls where we questioned things regarding that that decision and his popularity and and um he 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 did take a major hit um but you know that that was a while ago he was much younger he's, he's still a young guy he went back home to cleveland i think that helped his his sort of public image and he's been a he's been an upstanding citizen since so you know if the one mistake he made was going for big bucks and 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 sort of going about it the wrong way he hasn't done anything really bad. You know, and the thing about that, when when he made that decision and he had, had done all those things, there was a charity involved. I mean, it, right. it wasn't so criminal. It was all about that TV show they did with Jim right. Gray. Right, the TV it show was, all was about so that. badly it was, and, and it was, you know, as a TV guy, I'll tell you that the, great. The, 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 the news-breaking part of it was good. It wasn't the best-produced thing we've ever seen. But, <laughs> but, uh, Always the critic. But, uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Kobe Bryant's an interesting uh, uh, guy. The basketball community has gone out of their way to give him a farewell tour. Uh, he was honored at the All-Star Game recently. 51% say they don't approve. 38% say they didn't know. Only 11% uh, disapprove. That's another number that has got to have gone down. Um, you know, I can't even honestly. I don't have the number in front of me. The previous polls, but I, I, yeah, he, he, um, his, his approval rating has sort of, sort of stayed the same. The disapproval has gone down. But he's a guy who's had obviously had big trouble in the sure. past, and and that's that, that was also, a long time. That ago. also seems to be yeah. I was just going to say that also seems to be very much in his rearview mirror. Yeah, it, it was an interesting exercise, and like I said, as we go on, it, it, it's an interesting thing to check out the. Uh, the Seton Hall Sports Poll site, you can Google it. You can go on the Seton Hall uh, website and, and see certain things. Um, a couple of other uh, uh, issues. Uh, Henry Mejia, uh, a relief pitcher for the New York Mets, was suspended for life by Major League Baseball for testing positive for a banned substance for the third time. Uh, do you think banishment after testing positive three times is too harsh, just right, or should be after two times, or should a player be banished after the first positive test? 
Just Right was 47%. That's the leader. Uh, 16% said should, should be after two times. Another 16% should, said should be after the first time. Um, this was what everybody was clamoring for. You got what everybody was clamoring for. I don't see. I'm the, not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about everybody uh, because in previous polls that we had done um, during the sort of height of the steroid thing concerning Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and and Alex Rodriguez, the sort of superstar steroid guys, um, people were tired of the subject. That was the that was the consensus. It's like we don't want to hear about it anymore. Um, so the fact that 47 percent thought it was the right punishment. I was actually a little surprised. I thought people would be leaning towards a more, more leniency, but um, but they're not. A total of 32% said it should have been one or two times in your ban for life. So, you know, I, I guess people are saying, okay, enough already. You shouldn't be doing this stuff anymore. We're tired of it. Make it go away. Right. If you combine two and, and one time, right. it would be 32%, which is close. It's not 47 Right. Uh, it, it's an interesting strategy. It goes to a theory of mine that I'm curious to get your opinion on, and that is fans are fans of a team first and the sport second. Steroids were the vocal minority on talk radio. Trust me, I made a living doing it. Uh, but if you would get to go into any particular spring training, I'll just use the steroids as an example, you know, you could spend the whole wintertime screaming and moaning about the steroid issue and congressional hearings and whatnot, but if you went to any fan, any person that you were polling and said, what are you looking for this spring? They would say, I hope the Phillies start winning. I hope the Orioles get their thing. I hope the Royals can get good. People care about their team. Well, who first. was it that said people root for laundry? Right, um, Seinfeld. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's the truth. Um, it, you know, San Francisco, here, here was Barry, who was the, the sort of poster child for the whole steroid uh, um, episode. And his popularity never wavered in San Francisco. I mean, I think if you ask people on the street, would you like your son to grow up to be Barry Bonds, they would have probably said no. But if you ask them, do you hope Barry Bonds hits 55 home runs and drives in 120 runs and leads the Giants to the World Series? Absolutely. So, yeah, people root for laundry. Yeah, it's something that has always happened. A great example that I found with that was the recent play last year in the playoffs between the Dodgers and the Mets when Chase Utley broke Ruben Tejada's leg. Anybody who thought that was an illegal hit wore Met colors. <laughs> like, there was, no, there was no objectivity. I have never found a Met fan that didn't think that was something. I'll go one step further. There was a Dodger fan that thought that it wasn't a Dodger fan that didn't think that was just right. fine. Clean play in the rule in the rule book. If you're allowed to do it, <laughs> we have no objectivity. Of course, now we're not allowed to do it anymore. So now you know. But in hindsight, <laughs> well, the, I guess the issue there is if you talk to to an objective or non-Dodger or Met fan, what did they think? And I mean, we should have done a poll. <laughs> yeah, is, there's no question. It's funny that you have one. Uh, what event are you most looking forward to? The Major League Baseball season, the NBA playoffs, or the NCAA basketball tournament? Uh, 30% said the NCAA, 28% said baseball, uh, 17 for the NBA, and 25 said they don't know. Um, that's just timing, correct? I mean, the yeah, well, that's why we asked it. That the, all, all three of those things are coming coming up very soon. Somebody said to me, uh, why didn't you put the NHL playoffs in there? And I said, because I don't think there's enough people in, you know, that we would poll that would have enough interest. Um, but that's that's not uncommon. The NCAA tournament generally comes out a lot more favorably than the NBA playoffs. People look forward to it more. 
because it's a different format and it's a you know much more unique event. But when it comes to tickets, that was an interesting subject matter. Uh, when looking for tickets, where do you get them? Box office, friends, online, and any other way. Forty-three percent said online. Yeah, that, that one shocked me. That was a, that one shocked me. That is just a sign of the times. Yep. Friends said nineteen percent. Eighteen percent said box office. Twelve uh, percent said other. Is that is other and like scalpers? The guy on the I think so. I think other might be tickets, scalpers. Tickets. <laughs> tickets. Uh, it's it's showing how the technology uh, is going. Uh, now you can send tickets from one phone to another. Um, it's, it's just a matter of the physical idea of it being called a ticket. That makes about as much sense as when you take a picture on a smartphone and it makes the sound like a camera. Or like working. a click, yeah. yeah. Well, th- this is, I mean, if, if you think about the, the acquisition of tickets to a sporting event, it's just so much easier to do it online. I mean, am I going to go to Yankee Stadium and go to the box office and buy a ticket and then go to a game with those tickets the next week? It's just, who does that? So this is this is really such an incredible um, convenience, but I, still I was surprised. Which online service do people acqu- uh, use to acquire tickets? Uh, Ticketmaster, StubHub, Vivid Seats, Ticket City, Ticket Exchange, or some other? Now here's the interesting. Before I give the number, I had only heard of two of those. So call me naive, but I had only heard of two of those. I would. I would be stunned if anything less than the 55% of people that said Ticketmaster. Uh, Ticketmaster has gone past the smartphone evolution. Uh, Ticketmaster's been around for longer. StubHub is a very interesting company. Um, StubHub seems to have this stranglehold. What I have found with StubHub is how user-friendly it is. It's easier than Ticketmaster. I'm not saying it's better, but it's easier, and the key to that it's why some of these uh, apps work. The apps that work are the ones that are popular. People don't like the bugs. Um, yeah, and, and uh, interestingly, I, I, I was also uh, personally only familiar with the first two, with Ticketmaster and StubHub, and some other people had recommended or suggested other names, including um, Ticket Exchange, which I, which I understand uh, Boomer and Carton have been uh, talking about and the, the, how simple it is to use, et cetera. So... Um, hell, I'm I'm too ignorant to figure out any of these how, how to use any of them. But um, uh, but everybody has their favorite. And the the Yankee story now, this whole sort of StubHub no ticket printing at home. Right, you thing, can't print out a ticket at yeah, home. Yeah, that seems to be a feud with StubHub, which I I wasn't even aware of until I heard the news. Well, the other it day. it actually has uh, has stemmed from um, some music outlets that have have done it. Uh, there are some music outlets that um, now. Uh, in essence, you have to show your credit card, the credit card that you use to purchase as opposed to a stub. Again, we're going back to the, 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 the phrase tickets. We know tickets because they used to print out physical tickets. Uh, now it's turned into a, a way you're trying to stop the secondary market. Well, when, when I was at the Final Four last year in Indianapolis, and when, we, when you walked into the building, the security was you had to show a credit card. Right. You had to produce your credit card at the, at and, the door. and the credit card number has to match the credit right. card that was used to purchase that ticket. Right. The reason for that is that eliminates the secondary market. Um, I understand the logic behind it. I think that when it comes to any kind of product that has 81 dates, I think there has to be some flexibility. You have to allow for fans uh, to, to purchase things. Um, it's an interesting dilemma when it's a one-shot concert. 
I do understand the, the logic. What they're saying is don't resale that. What the, the, the idea is, from what I understand with the Yankees, if you own Yankee tickets, if, if I have two Yankee tickets on my phone, right. I can give them to you. I have to send them through an app. I have to do it through the official way. I can't literally just put it in your pocket. I, it, it takes away the, the, the shadiness. Yeah, and, but, but it seems to me, um, I, I mean, I, I get it too, uh, that the whole, what, what this question kind of shows is that people are into the convenience of the Internet. It seems to me now that we're complicating that and making the convenience not so convenient. Yeah, it, the interesting part about it will be, you know, where does it evolve and when will it become commonplace? People keep coming up with easier, as you just said, easier ways to do this, and yet each time they do it, people can always beat the easy way, and so they have to complicate it. But I guess they'll get there. And finally, what athlete's recent accomplishment do you most admire? There is a, a bunch of options, and we can go through all of them. Um, <laughs> people listening to this are going to know the answer to this. Uh, Peyton Manning's second Super Bowl win, Denny Hamlin's victory driving in the Daytona 500, Kobe Bryant appearing in his 18th and last NBA All-Star game, or Becca Pizzi completing seven marathons on seven continents in seven days. Um, Pizzi got 31%. How do you not vote for that? I mean... <laughs> Have, who? What human being can possibly have done that? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it's a remarkable, it's a remarkable thing. The All Star Game is irrelevant. Uh, I, I'm, I'm happy for him. That that was yeah. He didn't do anything. Well, it just happened, and I thought I'm going to throw in some right. very popular, you know, right. highly visible events. Fair enough. Uh, Manning led it with the 37 percent because of the Super Bowl. Because it's the Super Bowl, and because so, he's Peyton Manning. But you're 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 asking to someone to compare the Super Bowl with something that. I guarantee you, of the people listening to this, they heard that name for the first time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If everybody. I'm a pollster and I have to pick, and I don't conceptualize seven marathons on seven continents yeah. in seven days, what? It's, there's no question this is the first time that a huge majority of the people heard that this even happened. And um, and it's remarkable that here's an absolute unknown in a, in a category, if that's the right way of saying it, with Peyton Manning and Kobe Bryant. And and the winner of the day before, we pulled the, the day after the Daytona 500, the right. closest ever. He's on every news show and whatever, every sports highlight, and yet she almost ended up winning. You know, it's funny. I was on the radio the day of the Daytona 500, and I saw the last 30 seconds. That was literally all I needed to see. Right. And since the Super Bowl, and, you know, perhaps this is a future sports poll, I noticed that our sporting culture has never been more regional. It is completely separate. Here, here's an example. On that Sunday, the Sunday of the Daytona 500, I guess that was February 21st, there were three sporting events. The Cleveland Cavaliers uh, were playing the Golden State, no, not the Golden State, the San Antonio Spurs. The NHL had a stadium series game and the Daytona 500. And I would venture to say that if, any person watched one of those three events, they did not watch the other two. It's amazing how there is not a unifying sporting event. Baseball is becoming more regional. It's changed the way, it's almost the way we conceive, uh, music, uh, consume music. It's you know, now that you're either a, a pop fan or a jazz fan or a heavy metal fan, you're not just a music fan. 
It's changed. Sports is getting into that same I'm not, vernacular. I'm not sure. I, I absolutely agree, except for one thing. I would say, I don't know that baseball is getting more regional. I think of all sports, baseball has always been the most local. Um, maybe because there's so many games, and maybe because if you live in Cleveland, you're watching the Cleveland Indians. You're not really getting to see the other teams, or you're not interested in seeing. Um, and and I think that I think the the one point that that enhances what you just said about the the localness of baseball is is now the prevalence of you know it's every game is on television, every game is on your cell phone. So so you really can 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 absorb all of the the local baseball activity but yeah sports is regional that's the way it is yeah i i, I thought that uh, what had happened was um it, it's amazing how in some markets it used to be 10 10 15 years ago uh hoops and hockey were similar fan bases if you like basketball you also like the hockey team um you think of philadelphia same building same think, same think carrier of detroit, usually. Yeah, yeah think of detroit um, I'm, I'm just thinking of different markets. Now it has become so segregated. It is that if you're uh, an NBA fan, if you watch the uh, NBA game of the week, whatever it was, TNT, ABC, whatever it was, you have that. You then, you know, the, the NHL puts on a fantastic spectacle. Those outdoor games are gorgeous. Um, they're made for television, and yet the per- person who watches that does not watch the other two. Right. I, it's just it's yeah. an amazing it dichotomy. And I think see it, how I think there's so much sports on the air now that you can that you can find um, that you really can become, um, you know, in a sense, an elitist about your sport. We did um, at the at the Big East conference. We we did a brand survey, and the one remarkable thing that we found in that survey is that there was such a thing as a quote Big East fan. These were people who didn't graduate from one of the schools, and, and yet they rooted for that conference. So we were intrigued. We started to ask around about others. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any other such thing. I mean, there were some people who were SEC fans who lived in, you know, in, in Fayetteville or someplace. But, right. um, but generally speaking, they rooted for their SEC team, and they, or they, they were a graduate of, or they rooted for the state university. The Big East was completely different, and that was almost an enigma. It doesn't it doesn't exist in, in other sports. No, it's a, it's a fascinating discussion. The poll was conducted by telephone on February 22nd through the 24th, 2016. Among 762 adults in the United States, it's conducted by the Sharkey Institute. The Seton Hall Sports Poll has been conducted regularly since 2006. When's the next poll? Uh, March 21st. That's when we'll have the next edition of the podcast. For Rick Gentile, I'm Seth Everett. This is the Seton Hall Sports Poll official podcast.